Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good afternoon, St. Louis DGS on KMOX. Happy Monday to you. Happy Halloween Eve. Uh, we will continue with our Halloween program. Hopefully you guys are enjoying that. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I, I, I really like this setup. We'll probably go. I mean, we're going to do a Bigfoot hunt in the spring as we'll be doing an event kind of thing for you. But I, I like this. I like getting people's stories and telling my stories. Uh, today, I'm going to tell probably the most significant of my DGS Halloween show memories, which is from the Sally House, when it seemed very much like my brother was reaching out on the little ghost talker. And uh, then we're going to present Barbara, who had story upon story. She's just one of those people, kind of like the Sixth Sense, who uh, somehow connected uh, to things and had all these experiences. And then tomorrow on Halloween proper, we're going to start at 4 p.m. And uh, I'll read my short story that I wrote 10 years ago to try to exercise the demons of my childhood uh, recurring nightmare. And... Uh, yeah, so it should be a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, all this brought to you by Lord Distributing and the uh, uh, big uh, the Believer Portlandia. There yes. you go. Uh, all I know is it's Bigfoot and it's good. It's mm-hmm. twenty bucks, and uh, also the Ghost Tequila, which we gave away. We made friends last week with booze. Mm-hmm. Uh, we gave away a lot of tequila, and uh, people reported back that they enjoyed it. So there you go. Uh, thank you to uh, Folds of Honor for giving me the privilege of being the MC for the second year in a row. And uh, I went to the wrong hotel. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You ever had one of those? Oh, no. Did, yeah. it, make, did it make you late? Ah, uh, you know, late for being early, like SpongeBob. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> it was uh, like 5 to 1030 was the total event. And at 6 p.m. is when you go from the outside into the room. And I was introduced at 6.42. And I told Kristen, uh, hey, I'll be there right at 6, which for me is late. Because I'm usually there before anyone else. Because uh, I'm a dork. And I, a couple of people even asked me on Saturday, hey, where's the event? I'm like, oh, it's at the Doubletree. The one out in Chesterfield. And uh, I got to the double tree, and I pulled into the parking lot, and it wasn't full. And I'm like, mm, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I don't feel good about this. But I <laughs> pulled out the old fancy blazer, and I walked in, and I said, uh, uh, excuse me, Fult of Honor Gala? And just the look that the person oh, behind the desk no. gave me, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Did they have the same oh, no look? Like, is <laughs> yeah. there something happening? Yeah, pretty know much. <laughs> She's like, let me check with my manager. And I'm like, look, if this. Not necessary. There's, this is a yeah, check with your manager thing. Uh, 
And it was at uh, Marriott West, which is not the Doubletree, uh, it seems. Yeah. So, But that's funny. If you walk in and you're behind a desk, say I'm, I'm a desk worker, and someone walks in in a tuxedo, I immediately know one of us is misinformed. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it was really good, and everyone there is so super nice and raised a bunch of money, so thanks to everyone for that. Uh, What else before we move on to normal stuff here? Got a little uh, nipply going through the past today in that Jeep. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) (laughs) So all of my windows are out, and uh, evidently a roof doesn't stop the cold air, and it was really friggin' cold. And Talk about generating wind chill. I know. It's like, I don't know what uh, what my problem is. Well, I do, because I've been in therapy a lot. Uh, <laughs> but, like, you know, I can afford a car, but it, it's sort of like how, Rachel, remember this, I used to wear my Birkenstocks until Thanksgiving every year, just so people would notice and go, you're crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Here's a Birkenstock guy. Yeah, like I'm still, I'm 59. I'm still looking for who I'm going to be. And evidently I want to be the guy that's stupid and wears sandals <laughs> and drives a, a windowless Jeep when it's cold. <laughs> I don't know. I've, that's, I've just always been like that, though. Do you have any plans to put the windows in? Uh, I do. Uh, I plan on Friday watching my friends, Kevin and Andrew, mm-hmm. put the windows right. in. Oh, nice. uh, <laughs> because they're way better at stuff like that than me. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, my opening at Folds. Uh, I said something about, hey, 82 down to 42. How about that? And I'm worried because I just put grass seed down and some lady cackled. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, hey, that took 18 seconds to laugh at my manhood. Yeah. Thanks. So. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. At least she wasn't heckling you. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just, sorry, I'm just not that guy. <laughs> She's like, what an idiot. <laughs> Did you plant your grass in your Birkenstocks? <laughs> All right. Uh, Amy, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Well, you know, when Chris <laughs> takes off, I'm like, well, they're, they're both going to be gone. There's, there's no way Amy's coming in. Right, right. So uh, I'm sure you talked about this in your show, but you ran your personal best marathon time. I did. That's so cool. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. I'm I'm really excited about it. So I, w- I ran the Monumental Marathon in Indianapolis. It's an incredible event. Highly recommend it. And, you know, the cliche with runners is, you know, race day is the celebration. It's all about getting there. And sometimes you're like, yeah, yeah, we still got to do the race and that's going to be hard, which is true. But the fact that if you can race and you're relatively healthy, I had a friend who like trained, you know, on my team every day for six months, 90, 100 miles a week, gets COVID on the Wednesday before yeah. his marathon Ooh. and has to drop out. Um, another elite female that I know had a ear infection and a ruptured eardrum the night before has to drop out. So there's you train so hard for one day. So to have it come together, we had great weather. It was almost 80 degrees on Friday, which is way too hot. Mm-hmm. The wind came in, the rain came in, it cooled it down to 52 by Saturday morning and wasn't rainy and windy anymore. It stopped about an hour before the race. And um, yeah, I I ran a a two-minute PR. I ran two hours, 51 minutes, and 21 seconds. So I was very excited. Yeah. When was the first time a female ran sub three hours? Oh, that's a good question. I, I bet it hasn't been that long. No. I mean, you... Gosh, I mean, you think that women weren't allowed to run the Olympic marathon until 1984. And then there was the famous Boston Marathon when Catherine Schweitzer jumped into the race and the race director tried to physically tackle her. And so I would guess that's a good question. I'd have to guess, but it could be the 70s. I'm not sure. 
It's nuts. When, I'm so the opposite. When I ran, I was the sprinter. Um, and it just, it's so different. Yeah. It's like you're also nervous mm-hmm. because you have no room for error. Mm-hmm. And it's just like who gets the best jump and how many steps do you take and do you count your steps and all that kind of thing. And for you, for a three-hour event to come down to the difference between like 60 seconds. Yeah. That's nuts. I wanted to run 628s for my marathon, and I ran 632s. And um, that was the difference of hitting my time or not hitting my time. But we uh, there. I was fortunate enough to qualify for uh, the elite athletes, which means I got to bring my own water bottles and my own gels. And it means you also don't have to carry them. They have gels on the course, but if it's not what your stomach's used to, that will be a disaster. It can right. be. So you bring your t- your water bottles and your gels. You go to a meeting the night before. You drop off your water bottles, and then they have elite tables set up apart from the regular water stations. They say your bottle's on table ten. It's on the right hand side, and you're at you know you're at the very far end. So I had my my water bottle with my gels, and I I missed one. <laughs> I missed a table, which meant that I I ran from 12 to 20 without any calories. And for me, I'm kind of slicing it thin anyway with calories and your glycogen stores. So anyway, I didn't have what I needed from 12 to 20. That was a little stressful, but you're just just running and telling yourself, okay, get to 20 and you'll have your job. That sucks. Yeah. That that really could have made all the difference. It can make a a difference, yeah. That's a big swing. That's a big swing, yeah. But it was a lot of fun, and uh, it was fun, extra fun because – the window for qualifying for the Olympic trials marathon closes, I think, December 5th. So there are a couple fast marathons left. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of fast people. What do you there. have to run to qualify for that? It used to be 245. Now it is for the women, for the women. Now it's 237. And so it's so much faster for people think, oh, eight minutes isn't that fast. At that pace, about 550 women qualified for the last Olympic marathon trials. This year, it could be 80. Whoa. That's how fast it is. It's a 558. So they had 17 women were attempting it yesterday. How many 558s could you run in a row now, you think? You know, that was my half marathon pace. So we thought about it for a while. When my half marathon pace dropped to about 550, Mm -hmm. we started thinking, "Mm, maybe we could flirt with this. And then I didn't, I, I, I don't, I'm not t- talented enough. I got sick. I'm not sure what happened. Um, but we, we gave up on that this Turns year. Turns out I can't run that fast. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Hit that wall. We all, yeah. know, we all know what that's like. So there's yeah. there's some dispute about the first time, but it was 1971 either way. Okay. So there's yeah. a woman from Australia who did it unofficially, and they the people still dispute that, but there was an American runner who did it in 1971. That number, Amy, you would have been the world record holder in 1971. <laughs> 255.22. Hey. How about that? That's, that's crazy. pretty crazy. Cool. I mean, that's yeah, that's wild. I, Hey, I mean, that's we, how I would lead the conversation. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> two months before I was yeah. born, Are you, kidding me? you would we have count. been the world champion. We count that here. We count that yeah, here. We yeah. Do. Yeah. It is pretty amazing, yeah. isn't it? If I've ever done anything that could have at any point been a world record. Yeah. Turns, turns out 18,000 years ago, I'd have been the tallest man on the planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the smartest. Yeah, the yeah. smartest. I mean, like, by a, by by a, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But it was really fun and great camaraderie. That's yeah, awesome. everyone was awesome. Um, Rach and I uh, go get coffee every day and walk around the block, and we always have 
uh, experiences and shenanigans. <laughs> and today we met the St. Louis Welcome Wagon. I don't know if you guys have ever <laughs> ever met what? him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, he evidently he just walks around downtown and gives people directions. And so we see <laughs> these two men talking, and uh, they part ways. And one man is uh, not dressed like homeless or anything, but uh, he was kooky, so he may be homeless. Uh, and then there's this businessman who is looking for the convention center. And uh, I guess the welcome wagon told him, you need to take a train. It's too far for any human to walk. <laughs> and so the, 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 the guy sees us and he's like, he starts asking directions. And Welcome Wagon was not having it. And he came sprinting <laughs> over. I'm not exaggerating. He came sprinting toward us and just lambasted this guy. He's like, I just told you how to get there. And now you're asking them. Why would you ask them when I just told you that you have to take the MF train? He was so offended. So offended. Oh, no. He was beside himself. <laughs> and like, I'm like apologizing. Like, oh, I'm so sorry that he Yeah, we're sorry, Welcome Wagon. <laughs> And I'm like making the con- eye contact with the guy. I'm like, I just let her go, brother. Let her go. So just take the train. Just take the train. <laughs> yeah. Wherever it goes. <laughs> just get out of here. And so <laughs> Rach and I come back, get our coffee, start walking back, you know, and we see the guy who needs directions. And I start to approach him. Rach is like head on a swivel looking for a welcome wagon. <laughs> Because <laughs> it would have gone poorly had, oh, he, yeah. had he seen we that. We would have actually been time. in trouble at that point. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, the guy who had some sort of a foreign accent, you know, like he wasn't from St. Louis at least, and he goes, uh, "Oh, thank you. I, I think the other gentleman gave me the wrong directions." <laughs> and like, and Rachel's like, "That was his takeaway. <laughs> wrong directions." After he got cussed out, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I MF and told you to take the MF and train. <laughs> Why are you talking to these MFers? And I'm like, oops. <laughs> yeah, train's nice around here. <laughs> yeah, take it. Take it. It's really funny to get offended that someone else gave you. Oh, he was so mad. After you gave them. <laughs> he was like, so he was so mad. Like you're cheating on him. Uh, how how old was the person it. seeking directions? Oh, probably my like, age. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't have a phone? He didn't oh, yeah. get him. You know, get this. I guy. just curious. see a phone in his hand. To be fair, I did not see a okay. phone. No. Okay. He's <laughs> the only guy in America. I know. Like, oh, buddy. <laughs> Maybe he get had this. a flip phone or something. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's some old old school people. You didn't do that on purpose, did you? No. Cars into thirty eight special. Um, Jeff Carlisi, lead guitarist of thirty eight, is a friend of mine. And uh, he told me that this song, their first big hit, was their reaction to the first song you played, Just What I Needed by the Cars, that they thought they needed a little Cars. And so chunk, 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 and that turned into Hold On Loosely. Nice. Very similar riffs. I've never noticed that before. Yeah. Yeah. I I would have never put two and two together, Mm -hmm. but that's that's really cool. Um, So Halloween season, right? And a lot of the show prep is Halloween-y. And today there's a a study, like an actual study, like professors, uh, on why people are afraid of clowns. And at first, my angle was, well, that's the dumbest study of all time because obviously they're horrific. And then I really, <laughs> I really thought about it, and I figured out why I hate them so much. Um, of course, you know, depending on what the clown looks like, they can look bizarre, and especially if you're a little kid, mm-hmm. like you, you have no frame of reference. But I hate them because they require something of me. Like clowns, at least in my estimation, 
Uh, they they want something from you. They want a reaction from you. They want you to play along. And as a kid, I was so pathologically shy. Still am. And for some reason, I was approached by a lot of clowns. And so uh, when the when you have your first clown interaction and you're a shy kid and they're in your face with all the lipstick and all the, yeah. you know, it just that is why I have always hated them. Then hmm. they're clowns. I mean, I hate them because they got sharp teeth and big knives. Well, okay. <laughs> well, at your birthday parties? At mine? Yeah. Sure. That's Godfrey, you know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do you guys have special <laughs> clown fears or any other kinds of mm. special fears? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I figured, <laughs> I figured we'd get to you. Everything in the Yeah, world. maybe after Amy leaves, we'll, we'll, we'll get to you. <laughs> well, I get it with the clowns. I think they're scary to me because I'm afraid of people who are obviously detached from reality <laughs> and and I know I think well it's a clown they're playing a character but it's not like they're playing a character from a Disney movie they're just this odd face painting well, you know, group of people that act like no one acts like that and as a kid that was weird it's so interesting you say that because they interviewed like the dean of the biggest clown college in <laughs> mm-hmm. in America and he of course was as you would expect. And he was like, well, this is just ridiculous. You know, and he's like, the clown character is supposed to be an innocent soul that doesn't even understand the way your world works. I'm like, that's, that's worse. even yes. terrifying. Yeah. That's worse. Yeah. I just popped in from another dimension. I don't <laughs> like the sad clowns. I remember when I first discovered the sad clowns, it's like, well, what is, yeah. who is this for? Who, who is this cheering up? Like, why who, are you doing this? Who is it for? It's a great question. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> who's any I mean, clowning who, for? Who's like, yes, the sad clown is if here. You, if you have a hundred people in like your workspace and yeah. you have a get together and they're like, guess what? We got a clown. There's one guy who's like, right? Right. And everyone else is like some level of please God no, or I'm going to try and find the exit or kick this guy in his clown nuts, whatever it takes. What about you, Wheels? Are you... Okay. Okay. We had to ask him. <laughs> I, I find them annoying. Being quiet. I yeah. find them annoying. Like, it, it... I'm sorry to all the people that like to be clowns out there, but it's like... <laughs> I love the way you phrased that. It's, it's, it's where like we draw the lines. It's a little too much. We don't much. want to offend any clowns. Hey, guys, look at me! I'm like, no, no I don't want to. You're boring. <laughs> <laughs> Wheels is like, get out of my face. 133 DGS. Uh, Halloween Eve will be presenting more Halloween stuff for you today. Brought to you by Lord Distributing. Uh, Big Believer Cabernet with Bigfoot on the label. People have been asking where to find it. You can find it at Schnooks and the Wine and Cheese Place. So uh, it makes, I, I think it's a fantastic gift, even like for Christmas. You know, I have a million Bigfoot things because I'm into it, and uh, so it's a really good gift for someone who is like me. Um, let's see, what do we want to talk about here? Rach, mm-hmm. last day before your big adventure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited, ready At to six go. six in the morning, you will be on a flight to Japan. Well, a flight to Houston and then a flight to Japan. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm mentally preparing myself for the super long flight. Well, I was telling you, telling her today because she said, so it's 14 hours from Houston to Japan. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm just going to treat this as part of the adventure. And I'm like, dude, you, have, you know how few people who ever live on the planet are on a plane for 14 hours? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like the most fun, but I, that's like a, probably adventure. 1% of people. Yeah. 
And Dave and I were joking that I'm going to somehow end up in the show prep. Like there's going to be like another like poop <laughs> Diar- accident or Diar- something. Oh, like, oh, like, oh no. Diarrhea. <laughs> I'm paying for the Wi-Fi just so I can text you guys. St. Louis woman on a flight to Japan. I didn't say it would be me. <laughs> well, I didn't say it would either. I'm trying to think of the number, the size of the check I would write to make that happen. <laughs> oh, if I uh, intentionally. No, just if you. Just if you poop your doors. <laughs> no, hopefully halfway that to happen. Japan. <laughs> we'll call. We'll call on the airline. Like we have a. We have an offer. <laughs> Look, she loves prune juice. Yeah. She'll do no White Castle before the flight. Oh man, um, let's see here. I want to get your thought on this. Uh, so one of the goofy stories. This been in show prep this last few days is some lady was taken on a date to Cheesecake Factory and she's like, uh, I don't think so. And then people are like, I love Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> OK, here's my point. And I don't look, I'm a part of the country, too. But what I think that the U.S. is sort of the Cheesecake Factory of the world. <laughs> yeah. I really do. Like, Wheels, you know, you've been to Europe and Rach is about to go to Japan. I just feel like that. Remember when Mark Close did his We're America, F yeah, uh-huh. Super Bowl thing? Where it was the, like the Monday after the Super Bowl, and he's like, "This is what makes America great. This is the this is us at our best." And I'm like, "Yeah, we're we're kind of the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> yeah. Everything's kind of big and goofy, yeah, the, and <laughs> you know, a lot of choices. And yeah, let, me lot be, of choices. let me be clear, I love the Cheesecake Factory. That's what I'm saying. It's one of my favorite places. There's nothing wrong with being the Cheesecake Factory, but we're not the Tonys of the world, right? We're also not the QT of the world, although QT rocks. I think we're the Cheesecake Factory. If like, if the Cheesecake Factory had a military. Right? I mean. Who says they don't? <laughs> Who says they don't? I, mean, I, would, I would probably Must have serve. something. <laughs> You'd be a general. I would proudly yeah, serve. General Andrew He's of the, the Cheesecake ranking. Brigade. <laughs> Ranking member yes, of the sir, yes, sir. Military. Could you imagine basic training for that? I'm looking at the cheesecake. You will eat that cheesecake. <laughs> I'm looking at the cheesecake factory flag and cheering up. Cheering up. Did you say factory? <laughs> yeah. I said he did. That's what happens. He's, he's in his feelings right now. What right happens now. when you go through basic? Just sometimes it changes. <laughs> I know you think you've eaten a lot of pasta before, but <laughs> you welcome do to like, the cheesecake factory army, son. You got to do like. Hand-to-hand, like, <laughs> bussing dishes. <laughs> oh, that went a lot farther than I thought it would. <laughs> Speaking of food, uh, this doesn't seem right. McDonald's is up 14% in revenue because they've raised their prices. That's it. That's what it is. They raised price. They didn't sell any more hamburgers. They just raised prices, yeah. which I understand that I have friends in the restaurant business and you have, you know, costs you can't get out of. But evidently this was above and beyond. And now the highest price, this is a, a, a regular McDonald's in Connecticut. The Big Mac combo is 18 bucks. Whoa. What? Yeah. And, uh, Union Station in New York, mm-hmm. Central Station, whatever it's called, it's 14 bucks. So those are the two most expensive. Okay. This is mind-blowing, but also, yeah, I believe it because, I kid you not, this was a Wall Street Journal story slash headline, how Starbucks posted record revenue, like, quote, primarily because they raised their prices. Right. And I think with inflation and COVID, it's like when you like sneak into a party, like just go with the crowd, pretend right. you're supposed to be here. That's how everyone raised their prices. Yeah. Like just do it while everyone else is doing totally it. Totally agree. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I mean, we we are a supply and demand based economy, so clearly you can raise prices when there's demand. People do that about concert tickets, or it's Taylor Swift tickets, it's mm-hmm. you know Cardinal tickets when they're good versus Cardinals tickets when they're not good. I think Amy's right though. I think it's like the cover of inflation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That look, we're our costs are up three percent, but let's raise things by fifteen yeah. percent because it wasn't like it. It wasn't like it was a massive increase in demand where they say now is our chance. It really, I feel like they sneaked in with everybody else and let's. I think you're right. What's why not? Yeah, I mean it was the same idea with shrinkflation and all that, right? With chip, you know, your bag of chips looks the same. Somebody does it, but there's less in there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I watched a couple of horror movies. Over the, uh, that's a hard word for me. Over the, uh, it's hard for it's me actually to avoid it. Over the weekend. Yeah, you know, David is around Halloween. I watched a few of those two. The horror movies. Um, <laughs> kind of tough to find. Got to put the emphasis on the aura. Yeah, you really yeah. have to hit it hard. Um, and I watched X. Which uh, was an A24 movie, my favorite production company. Mm-hmm. And then I, there's a prequel called Pearl. And I thought it was really good. I thought the actress, Mia Goth, was fantastic. And so The Sweet 16 today is based on that. And it is best human vil- villain from a horror movie of all time. Can be a ghost. Can be possessed. Like, you're just a you're just a bad dude. Mm-hmm. That should be fun. Yeah, love it. We're playing that early today, right? Yeah, because we, yes. uh, yeah, we'll start that at uh, 3.30. Mm-hmm. I'm just riffing here. You know one thing I can't stand? <laughs> one thing that's right up there with clowns? What the, can't you stand, Dave? The reply all. Uh, Let's uh, take yeah. that off of it. No one wants to see that. Uh, no one cares about your response mm-hmm. to an a all-company email. Right. Yeah. Unless you're adding something important. Never happened. Yeah, you're <laughs> right, but it does. I've never, I've never seen it. Yeah. I've never seen someone's reply where I'm like, thank God. You weighed in on this. I think when there's a nice piece of company news, I think it can just be assumed that you are are saying congratulations. You do not have to actually type congratulations, everyone. Mm -hmm. It's just assume. None of us, none of no one's unhappy about this. I would think like the fact that like ninety five percent of people don't do it would be that lesson that he's talking about, Mm -hmm. right? Just like you always have that person at a company meeting when you've been there twice as long as you really needed to be, mm-hmm. and now you're going to have to stay later to do your work, and the person giving it, usually the head honcho goes, are there any questions? Oh, Everyone knows who it's going to be. Every company has that person. <laughs> it is not Who me. asks the question. And I've never once, I've been in many of these, <laughs> and I'm salty about it, but I can still be fair. I've never once thought, oh, thank God you asked that clarifying question. Because mm-hmm. the last two hours didn't really flesh it out for me. Right. Also don't like it. Oh, boy. I don't know if I should say this one. I don't know. What I don't like either is when you get the big presentations, typically from someone out of town, and it's like, this is my time to shine. Oh, yeah. Oh, stop it. I got stuff to do. Hmm. Yeah, and then they're, like, way above you in the company, so you have to pretend to care. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> 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 you have to be all Damn. fake. And be like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. And it's like, I don't know. I'm never going to see you again. You guys know what Chris Myhill does. I can say it because he retired. <laughs> or what he did. Um, our CEO of Odyssey. Uh, came into St. Louis and uh, <laughs> we kept getting emails about this 
This is a big deal. We're giving it to her. So Chris Myhill printed out an 8 by 11 photo of the CEO and framed it and said, <laughs> set it next to his computer. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. That's genius. <laughs> He's like, I'm employee of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I could do an hour on stupid corporate stuff. Hmm. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going <laughs> to stay in it. Rach, you had a pretty good start. You want to flesh that? You're going to Japan for two weeks. What do you care? Yeah. Yeah, it's always your stupid boss. That's what it is. Can't say crap, you dumb boss. I know why you're, uh, you're sheepish about the reply all email, because you almost... I came real close. <laughs> really? Just today. something bad today. Yeah, just today. Was it saucy? Uh, it was uh, a bit... Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was accurate, and uh, I was about to reply, and uh, I wrote it out, and then I thought better of it, yeah. and I said to Rachel, should I send this? And she's like, ah, you know, it's pro- you probably shouldn't. And I'm like, okay. I was hovering over send, and then the, the person I was sending it about, I saw that they were on the email and would have gotten my, my little sass attack email reply. Mm. And so then... I like, I was like, I was <laughs> diffusing a bomb. Yeah, like, yes. okay, really? nobody move. Like, I, I did. I, I swear to God, physically, I'm like shaking it out. I'm like, here we go. Do I cut the red wire? Here we go. And so I, I like deleted all of the text and it's like, you've saved a draft. I'm like, I don't want to save a draft. So then I go to drafts and it says discard. I'm even, I'm asking her, I'm like, okay. I've been to law school. I know what discard means. Is discard French for send? And I know what draft means. But if I hit discard draft, we're send it to this person. And I'm like, just hit it. And then go to sit and make sure that it didn't sit. Like, it was such a you tense like, moment. You delete the message. You delete the email oh, addresses. Yeah. I quit my job. 100% that was uh. the best analogy. I feel like shaky right now. No, oh, Dave, it's, it's like I was playing that operation game yeah. as a kid. Yeah. We are, we you, are follow, all, you follow the golden rule. We are all sick to our stomachs yeah. hearing that yeah. story. If you, if you the, hesitate the so at real. all to press send, yeah. you should not send it. Yeah. Yeah, and what if I was in a saucy mood and I was like, yeah, you're yeah. 100% right. Send it right now. <laughs> Hit it. You should add this to it. Hit it as fast as you can. Hit Don't even reread it. Copy of that dumb boss I was talking about on the show. <laughs> See what that dumb boss has to say. All right, let's, uh, let's blow past that. Let's uh, not dwell on that anymore. Care? You're never coming back in Japan. <laughs> 152 DGS. Um, this... This is a kind of a me and Kevin thing because we're so into like the ancient alien stuff, and this has nothing to do with ancient aliens. But uh, a real study, get this, uh, has said that they think they figured out how the body of the Sphinx was shaped, and that it was from natural uh, occurrences like wind erosion and rain erosion, and that. Uh, that it was just a big giant rock, and then over time, the wind shaped it into what looked like the body of a lion. And so then the Egyptians or whoever you believe did it just went in and said, "Oh, okay, we it's like playing doodle. Like I can make this into a lion, and we'll put the the huh. face of you know Kofu or whoever the hell it was." Um, but that's pretty crazy. And they did a bunch of experiments, and it turns out. That the way that this the natural processes work would have turned a big block of stone like that into something that looked like a lion. So, what did they say it originally looked like? 
Um, I think just the vague shape of a lion. Okay. And that's when they got the idea. Don't kill the messenger. Just tell me what they they did some refinement to the lion shape. Yes. Okay. But it's always been believed that there was just a big giant rock and they're like lion, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. pharaoh face. And they just, they did all the shaping, but they now believe that they just kind of found it that way and just added to it. Huh. Yeah. That's uh, pretty wild. Pretty crazy, huh? I used to be obsessed with the Sphinx. Oh boy, here we go. I wrote like a, <laughs> I wrote oh. like a big essay on it in uh, high school. What was you know? Yeah, what, what was your yeah? What was your conclusion? Uh, it's pretty cool. Okay, it's pretty great. It was more of a. It was more <laughs> you think like, I was uh, part of this time? He went all well, Farley show like on a, us. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was more like remember that a, time when I wrote a paper about it. That's cool. It was more like a, why does it interest you, and you know what interests you about it, less about like you know. Come to a scientific conclusion oh. about the nature of the beast. I was thinking about this. Someone asked me at my Folds of Honor event, they're fans of the Halloween stuff. They said, what's the most frightened you've, you've been at a Halloween show? And mine is easy. So we did three shows at the Limp Mansion. The last one we did would have been like, I don't know, 2006-ish. And we did the Caverns. I don't know if you guys have ever been in the caverns. It's since been sold to someone else, and I think they closed them down. But the limp caverns are amazing. And uh, one of the limps uh, in the limp mansion today in the basement, there's a trapdoor uh, kind of thing. And uh, the head limp used to go down that and, and cut through uh, the tunnels and the caverns to get to his office. And so we did the show down there. And some of these caverns are as big as, like, the Chaffet Center, I'd say. Really? Uh, maybe half that size. Big enough to play a pretty good game of a wiffle ball. And it goes down like five stories. And so we'd been there the whole night, and it's like two or three in the morning. And uh, it's like, okay, we're going to wrap things up. And we had people uh, staged in different places for insurance reasons because we had people walking around nothing but glow sticks. And they're like, okay, Dave, why don't you go downstairs and get everybody? And I'm like, yeah, there's no reason I couldn't do that, is there? I mean, it's only like <laughs> pitch black on these rickety <laughs> stairs going down five stories into the darkness. But I'm like, yeah, <laughs> who's afraid of that? And uh, like, I didn't want to look like a punk. And so I did it, and it was real scary. It was <laughs> super, super scary. I, I had never heard of the caverns. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so cool. <clears throat> I'm so jealous that you guys got to go down there. Like, oh, there was so a neat. little theater that they'd built and a swimming really? pool. And yeah, it was really cool. something That's really, really neat. Wow. They used to have huge parties. I mean, even like recently, uh, probably since 2000 ish or so, they would have their Halloween parties there. And it was super, super cool. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.